Bring the Noise podcast this week. We got an album review from 1995. We got another album that definitely falls through the cracks. Don't really hear about it much. And it's from a pretty decent MC. I'm not going to sit here and say phenomenal, okay? But he was 16 years old when he made this album, and it's pretty damn good for a 16-year-old. You know, not everybody can be a prodigy like Nas, but... The album we are going to do is an album called Last Chance, No Breaks, from the MC Jamal. That's right. Last Chance, No Breaks was released on October 10th, 1995. So Jamal was actually part of a group called Illegal prior to this album. Like I said, he's 16 years old on this album. Now, the group Illegal was him. uh, He went by Molly G., Okay, and then it was his uh, his partner in rhyme, Mr. Malik. Their album, The Untold Truth, was, you know, Eric Sermon on production, Def Squad affiliate. And this was during, dur- like, all the kid rap shit that was going on. I'm talking Criss Cross, Chia Lee, the youngsters. Um, Illegal was, like, the hardcore version of the kid rappers, right? Like, they swore they didn't give a fuck. Their beats were obviously functified up because you got the funk lord himself, Eric Sermon, making the beats, right? So, the problem is, is it's unless you were their age and you were probably listening to it, um, you know, you just it, kid rap, you know? Even if they're trying to be hard, it's, it's kind of hard to take the uh, kids seriously when they're rapping about some straight-up gangsta-ass shit, you know what I mean? Um, so what ended up happening is they split up, and then you might remember hearing Mr. Malik on Warren G's album, kind of fucking around with Death Row a little bit. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was a cousin of Snoop. I, I don't know. I feel like everybody's a cousin of Snoop or a nephew or something. Um, anyway, Jamal... He's stuck with the Def Squad. I'm talking Keith Murray, Eric Sermon, Redman. He's kind of considered, not kind of, he is considered the fourth member of the Def Squad and, you know, the youngest member of the Def Squad, obviously, right? So, like I said, coming in 1995, he gets his own solo album, Last Chance, No Breaks. He's got production from Redman, Rockwilder, Easy Mo B, Eric Sermon, Mike Dean, uh, Erotic D, even though that sounds like a porn name, uh, and PME. So the big names on there, you know, Rockwilder, Redman, Easy Mo B, Eric Sermon, come on now. Like, come on now, you know what the fuck. I, I mean, e, first off, E-double. Rockwilder, we already talked about him on Redman and Stress a little bit. Easy Mo B, I don't got to say nothing about Easy Mo B. We know what Easy Mo B's all about. Anyway... This album ends up being a decent album, right? It's 11 tracks. Uh, what I will say is it, it's like it's definitely been forgotten about. However, unlike The Storm, when I said sometimes it doesn't really have re-listening appeal to it, uh, this one has a few songs that definitely 
has the re-listen appeal to it and just enough from his features and the beats that uh, it, it's a pretty goddamn good album. And again, for a 16-year-old rapping, it's pretty good. I You can hear the development. First off, he hit puberty. His voice isn't fucking high anymore. So he sounds, he doesn't sound 16 years old. He definitely still sounds young and the content that he raps about, which is usually just some straight up gangsta ass shit. Um, you know, but as for hearing the progression, he definitely sounds better. He sounds more mature. Everything about this album is more mature. I think it's a pretty damn good album. I'm not going to lie. So without further ado, before we jump in, let me just also say he had two singles. He had Fades Em All, released August 28th, 1995, and Keep It Real, released February 12th, 1996. So as we jump into this album, the one thing I will say also, you know, he sounds more mature, everything like that. A downside of the album is the flow really never changes. Jamal pretty much keeps the same flow all the time, and he definitely gets outshined by a lot of his features. Um, You don't ever really want to be outshined by your features. You can be on par. Maybe it can happen once, but, you know, it, it happens a few times on this album. But that's my really only, like, things I got to say about that make it, you know, not the top tier album, but it's definitely an album that fell through the cracks. Doesn't really, you know, it didn't sell commercially well, despite both of his singles charting on the hip hop rap singles. You know what I mean? Fades them all was number nine and fades them all. That beat is so goddamn good. I I love that song. Keep it real. The E double comes with another dope ass beat on that. Um, And that one charted number 17. So, I mean, it's not like the singles did bad. But again, in a year of 1995 when hip-hop's still growing, uh, I think that kids that listened to him when he was with Illegal had gotten older and probably weren't fucking with him anymore. And he was still young enough to where maybe, like, older, you know, people probably weren't fucking with them and you know i just think it kind of fell through the cracks jamal did end up being on more projects with uh epmd and uh the deaf squad and so on and so forth so he always still made songs after this but this was pretty much his only album you know anyway let's dive into this bad boy number one we got a song live illegal so easy mo b coming right at you on the production tip right off the bat it's kind of an ode to uh you know the group illegal it's sampling havoc from mob deep saying as long as i'm alive i'm a live illegal and the beat comes in you know easy mo be coming with that shit right the beats rugged and that's one thing i'll say and like most 90s hip-hop i mean the beats are they're coming with this all-star production cast i mean you're gonna have some dope ass production right um you know jamal comes right in like i said he's got some witty stuff and if you listen to him with the legal you can hear the maturity in him he's definitely progressing that's what you want to do as an mc right you know he comes in take it to another level on the mic murdering i'm dripping off the bomba z it seems to me life slip yeah it's kind of hard not tripping on the phony mcs i'm resorting to gun grabbing while blasting killing ends jamal the real raw dog the billa n so many motherfuckers rapping yapping about scrapping Molly used to be strapping, busting caps in, and dusting off ends, breaking north. So, again, you got the gangster shit, which is 
in high demand in the mid-90s, obviously. So that's what he's coming with over a rugged beat. At the time, I could see how it might be hard to take Jamal seriously. But then again, this is what Illegal was about anyway. He didn't really change his formula. He just he went solo and just kept his main formula, was a little bit older, and just letting you know. I mean, um, he kicks two dope little verses, you know, Molly G dropped the sickness, rhymes out the wickedness, beats many motherfuckers can get with this. I definitely like that little rhyme that he sits there. I'm getting busy by my lonely for the nine nickel. I'ma get ill like sickle. Sell anemia, I be getting technical. On the MIC representing and I kill shit. Fuck the stress in, I only spit the real shit. So a lot of this album's just gonna be about, you know, that real real. You know what I mean? Um... I think it's a great intro to the album, personally. Easy Mo B, the beat's rugged. Jamal letting you know right off the bat, giving a little ode to the old group. You know, he even said in promos leading up to this album, he's like, look, me and Mr. Malik, we always going to be illegal. That's, you know, we cool. We just go went our separate ways. That's pretty much all that's happening right now. And so it's like, a little shout out to the old group, letting people know, oh, this is Jamal from Illegal, this Molly G. He's in this motherfucker, and he's letting you know what's up. All you bitch ends can get it. You know that that's that's what Jamal's out to prove on the intro, and I think he proves it. So let's play that clip. Live Illegal from Jamal off the album Last Chance No Breaks, nineteen ninety five. Let's go. Take it to another level of Mike murdering while I'm dipping off the bomb by Z. It seems to me like slip. Like slip. Yeah. It's kind of hard not tripping on these phony MCs. I'm a resort to gun grip. Blasting, killing niggas. Jamal is the real raw dog villain nigga. So many motherfuckers rapping, yapping about strapping. Molly used to strap and bust. And we are back, and that's going to lead us into number two, a song called Keep It Live. Got PME on the producing tip. And uh, so, you know, after that little intro, which, you know, isn't an intro. It's a song. It's just a short little intro to the album type song. You finally come in. You got this dope-ass beat. It's definitely pretty chill. Um, I, I like it. I think after that rugged-ass beat, this one's a lot more... Uh, it's not laid back, but... Um, definitely not as rugged, but pretty, it's, it's a tight beat again. And you'll hear me say that a lot. I, you know, you know me, if I say the beats are good, they good. Anyway, you know, he's got a little intro. He's like, Hey, yo man, hold on. Chill, man. Let's take this moment of silence out from a man. CA dog, Claude Austin, rowdy nine five. Um, on the hook for this, it's one, two to the break of one, nine, nine, five. Jamal representing, keep it live. Testing one, two, three. A flow rhymes wicked. Jamal representing, keep it live. Repeats that again. It's catchy. I think it's catchy. It definitely gets stuck in my head. I'll be walking around like to the break of one, nine, nine, five. Uh, I found that out this week as I was re- listening to it religiously. And again, I had a lot of fun listening to this album. You know what I mean? Like, this might be one that you don't listen to all the time, but when you do listen to it, you're like, it's not bad. It's enjoyable. It's not one where you're finally... Like, I didn't get to the end of this week being like, thank God I don't have to listen to this album ever again. There are some albums that I can just keep listening to, and then there are some when I get to the end, I'm like, you know what? That was a good little ride, but, uh, you know, I'm good. I'm good for a little bit, you know? Um, 
And on this one is pretty much just like an autobiographical of Jamal. You know, has a lot of MCs have done. Um, Drez, AG from Showbiz and AG. This is kind of how Jamal gets down. You know, back in the day where I'm from in the slum, it was ill, drive around the corner and catch a view to a kill. So he's just kind of talking about, you know, he'll take you back to 1983 when he was he had shell top sneakers and it was all about me growing up, making a man out of myself. Kindergarten's cool. I'm thinking about making it to the 12th. So again, this is hard to be like, he's talking about 1983s in kindergarten. You know what I mean? But semesters went by by fifth grade. I'm struggling. My mind was on bitches and smoke. I'm not functioning. Um, on what I need to get me through this world of school and me, fuck it. I'm rolling with the crew. Now, boom, there it is. You know, he's labeled as, yeah, now he's 11 years old, a fifth grade fast ass. Uh, a year went by. I'm still bad as hell. Got a taste of jail. Nothing major. I'm only 12. Grandma pissed off, you know, not understanding what's happening, but come with me creeping to the darkness back in the day. It was Southwest. You know, he, by the way, he's from Philadelphia. So, uh, representing Philly streets, you know, which is funny because they were, him and uh, Malik were beefing with the youngsters back in the day, also representing Philly. Anyway, fuck with Jamal and you catch two to the chest contest and you want to fool with me. I'll be a leader of the new school straight up rule that was back in the days, the days of way back. But nowadays it's about million stacks. Hits that hook. Now he comes in kind of re leading into heading into his career. It all started on December 25th, 1991 on the Illadelphic streets. That's when the son Jamal took a step up and gave, uh, rep to some play partying i still made to this day i met this female her name was l you know basically it's left eye by the way because that's who he met and he just talks about how he ended up moving to atlanta but he had to do his little bid for 20 months and a half and uh, eventually leads to his uh next verse on verse three where he's you know gets out and he's got reinstated in school and he eventually gets hooked up with, you know, his granny's happy now because, you know, his main thing was to always rock the fucking crowd. Gets hooked up with Mr. Malik, thanks to Left Eye and, you know, Eric Sermon because he even says, you know, my, my ND hooked me up with the E and we on. And break a 1995, Jamal, keep alive. It's basically a pretty ill autobiography on, you know, autobiographical, whatever you, you know, on Jamal's come up, you know, the struggles that he faced before he eventually formed with Mr. Malik and formed illegal and got hooked up with Eric Sermon. Also with the help of left eye through, you know, moving to Atlanta and everything. And here he is now on his own solo album. It all worked out. It's all gravy and hell. Yeah. Hits that hook. Break a one nine nine five. Jamal. Keep it live. I like it. It's a dope song. So let's play that clip. Keep it live from Jamal off the album. Last chance, no breaks. Hit it. Back in the day where I'm from in the slum, it was ill. Ill. Drive around the corner, catch a view to a kill. Move up the block on the old, they slinging rocks. When niggas get hot, they licking shots at the cops. Come with me. I take you back to 1983. It was shell top sneaks and it was all about me. Me growing up, making a man out of myself. 
kindergarten school I'm thinking of making it to the 12th And we are back and that's going to lead us into number three A song called Situation You got Eric Sermon and Rock Wilder on production And this song is a whole story about Jamal Just trying to go to a nightclub But it all turns fatal and it all goes wrong So we got a little storytelling on here And it's not like Jamal's the greatest storyteller in the world But it's enough to really keep your attention and understand what he's, you know, saying. Again, the flow that Jamal uses never changes, but you can understand everything he's saying pretty well, so it's pretty easy to follow him. You know, he's cruising low altitude, my destination at the beat crawls, I'm bumping Biggie Smalls. Lounging, getting high off the sticky as I reminisce on last night's quickie. So he sets you in the mood right there. You're like, okay, he's cruising, bumping to Biggie Smalls. He's just thinking about last night's quickie with some girl. You know, now he's feeling the urge to bust a rhyme, so he does it. Says a few raps, his boys jump in. Now the vibe that he felt throughout the car, the smoke, the blunts, the endo. He's like, I'm feeling this. I'm just gonna crack the window as the smoke gets clear. I'm, you know, he's being a little hectic just in time for me to get off the fucking exit. I get off, make a right, go down six flights. You know, now he's at the place. He's creeping, turning off his brights, driving through the parking lot looking for a spot. Hey, right there is a there's a valet. Yo, that's cool. Everybody stashed the tools to Dow. I grabbed the ticket, put it in my pocket. Now people are recognizing him. He's getting props. You know, he's coming through. They're like, oh, man, he, hey, he's representing Def Squad for sure. And uh, something wasn't right, though. He's like, yo, I'm not. I'm checking the, the vibe. Something wasn't right. He told his crew, what's up? What's up? Let's be ghosts. Let's get out of here. You know, fuck this night tonight. Something Basically, it's like something just isn't feeling right. But then out of nowhere comes the girl with the fat ass and the pair of Jordans. And, you know, she's like, oh, I met you, you know, last year at Howard's homecoming. And he act like he knew, but he was only fronting. That's your first verse. So now he hasn't left yet. He's acting like he remembers this girl, but he don't remember this girl. Jamal has so many women. He just can't remember. So the hook is him. And the hook is pretty, I mean, I don't know. It's, he could have thought of something better for the hook, personally. It's just him going, my situation's just a situation. Just a fucking situation. My situation. Pretty lame on the fucking hook, if you ask me. Uh, the beat definitely sounds like a, a Rock Wilder, Eric Sermon type beat. So I'm vibing to that. It goes really good with the story. So... Now he's not caring. He's like, let's go outside so I can hear you because the music's blaring. So he stepped outside, slipped the valet the ticket, and stepped off, you know. Wanted to kick it with this chick, you know. But before this high takes me under, let me get your phone number. On the way to the car, he heard somebody screaming, yo, bitch. And he's like, oh, shit. Now out comes this mean, upset type end. And behind his ass is someone bigger. He calls out to the girl I'm with by name and... You know, he's 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 yelling loud as fuck, as Jamal says. She turns around and says, what? Shit's thick. He comes over with the grill ready to stomp the bitch, but I said, chill. He fronts like, yo, what's going on, right? Who the fuck are you? You know, and he's like, at this point, the whole club's letting out. Now he's getting louder because now he's making a scene because people are around. He's like, damn, now Jamal's thinking, fuck, wish I didn't stash my Glock under my seat because I can't reach it. I'm asked out. Now I got to take it to the streets. You know, he yells out some type of code name and they all gather around. It's about to go down. Still in my face, making crazy noise, hyped as hell. 
And uh, so, you know, one of his homeboys is also fucking getting rowdy. Yo, Molly, fuck that end. He ain't shit. A voice from the Death Squad represents. Now somebody from his crew and my crew are making ruckus. Two rowdy motherfuckers. Darkness covers the whole atmosphere. Saying to myself, I knew I shouldn't have came here. So he's already sitting. You know, I knew I should have just fucking said, fuck it tonight. Not came out. Shots rang out. Bang, bang. Slang, slang out. Damn. So he pulled his thing out. Now, this whole time, what contradicts his story is I thought the thang thang was under the fucking uh, chair, you know, seat in the car, but I, I guess he had it on. I don't know. Either way, now the thang thang's back out, okay? Um, pow, pow, he sees blood. Uh, he, he didn't feel the hit, and I didn't choke. The girl dropped. She got shot, two in the headpiece. She died instantly over nothing because her man was fronting, acting like he wants something, but he didn't want nothing. Now I see things clear, saying to myself, damn, I knew I shouldn't have came here. Uh, continues with that lame-ass fucking hook. My situation's just a situation. Besides the hook, I mean, it's a short little story. You can vividly see it over this dope-ass beat. It's pretty nice, you know? Uh, it's not the most intricate story in the world, um, but all in all, it's enough to keep your attention. It is a story that's also been done in 1995 many of times, so... You know, I could see how people would be like, oh, what do you know? Another thing, this guy with a girl, a guy gets mad, bang, someone dies. Oh, this time the girl dies, you know. I get it, but it's enough to at least hold my attention down. And I don't know what that says about me, but uh, uh, it's not bad. So let's play that clip. Situation from Jamal off the album, Last Chance, No Breaks. Play it. Cruising, low altitude, my destination. Uh-huh. As the beat crawls, I'm bumping Biggie Smalls. Lounging, getting high off the sickies. I'm reminiscing on last night's quickie. Uh-huh. I feel the urge to bust the rhyme, so I do it. Uh-huh. I say a few raps, and my boy's jumping too. Yes. Now the vibe is uh-huh. felt throughout the car. Uh-huh. The smoke blinds us in, though, so I crack the window. As the smoke is clear. And we are back, and that's going to lead us into number four. And oh my God, is this song dope as fuck. It is a song called Insane Creation. We're featuring Funk Doc the Spot, Red Man himself. We got Easy Mo B on production on this. This is, uh, I'm just going to say it right now. We don't even have to wait till the end of the album. This is one of the best songs off the album, okay? It also sounds like a song that could have been on Dare as a Dark Side, to be honest with you. But... Here's where it happens where I told you Redman absolutely just fucking destroys this whole beat, okay? And poor Jamal just, I mean, look, don't get it twisted. Jamal does his fucking thing on here, but it's it's Redman. It's Redman that rips this Easy Mo beat up, and it's just, it's something lovely, okay? And... So, you know, the beat comes in immediately. It's just got that feel. Like I said, it sounds like it could have been on Dare as a Dark Side. It kind of has that dark feel to it, um, you know. And it, it literally, it's Jamal and Redman coming in like strictly shit and fuck them ends. You know who the fuck I am, man? Yo, yo, yo. This way, motherfucker. Live straight from Newark, New Jersey. And I, I'm Molly G. I represent like that. Def Squad represent like that. Hey, yo, we got funk. We got the funk doctor spot in the house. And, uh, yo, 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 Reggie Noble in the house and, um, coming right in both of them or, you know, Jamal, like, Hey, yo, let me light the sky with the funk. 
And I leave motherfuckers shook like dice with the ice grill. Uh, I gets down with all these MCs getting dripped on like a mat. Me, I fades them all. It don't matter. The status is who they run and I show them who the baddest is. I'm just an end representing for the block. Coming live and direct rock. Let the tune knock. Uh, through your motherfucking speaker now, watch me freak a flow with no limits. Fuck the mimics and the gimmicks. A lot of ends want to test my steeds. I drip and maintain, complain on CD and then, and then complain on CDs. Red man comes in right, right away. Like, Hey, yo, check it. It's the new flavor in your ear. That amaze ya. I make circuit breakers get hot like Asia or cool as glaciers. My contracts max and blows tracks out the wax and turn MCs into little bitty artifacts. Again, you know, red man's just going to fucking rip this shit up. You know what I mean? And, uh, it's, I love that little rhyme. Turn MCs into little bitty artifacts. My ghetto techniques might backflip like medics as I get it. And my metric catch the diabetic. Now who's funking with, the R-E-D and 3-D for G-P. I beat the piss out of you real easy. Yo, fuck that. Fuck this, that, and the third. That's my word. While your vision blurred, I swerve and crash while I wrecked you in your nerve. The baddest motherfucker since communication. I make the hottest MC baba like Jamaicans. You know, Red Man's doing all that shit on this song like he does and all of his other ones like, rock on. Here's a little story that must be told. You know, verse two, Jamal comes right in. For all of y'all, I drops the off the wall style. Absolute wild child, demolish any juvenile. Philly representing peeps, that's the way I'm ripping. On the MSC, spitting shit, then I'm dipping. On the one two break of funk, fade off with the bump, rump shaker, ends getting tossed. Def squad represents for the 95 era. Insane creations are terror. Are terror. Then all of a sudden, Redman comes right in and he does the a fast line kind of like he did on I can't remember the song right off the the, the top of my head from Dare's the Dark Side, but he comes in like Dynamite Disco Danny Devastating Dynamic Duo. You know, I'll be breaking 5-0 down to 2-0. Test my skills, if you will, who's the real? Benadryl couldn't cause my mental ill-disturbed skill. Feel the wrath of the psychopath shaft. I make crack addicts want to take drugs off my funky ass. Now I'm itching for a pitch and who's the better? Then I put the body bag like 2-6 in Vendetta. Some say I'm sharper than knives from Barquay. Uh, I'm off the wall like MJ with two shades darker than Funk Dr. Spock on your block. Got it locked. I call my I call myself the Superman from all the cock I pop. Check this out. Yeah, the wickeder and wickedest. Smoke so much of the dreads started giving me benefits. He smoked so much that dreads was giving him benefits, you know. Fuck the bullshit. Get the cash with no hesitate and with no hesitation. And it's two ends dropping the insane creation like that, y'all. <laughs> you know, Jamal kicks another little one right after that, and it's it's ill. I mean, this is one ill. The beat is ill. It's an easy Moby masterpiece. Redman kills this shit, and I ain't gonna lie, Jamal fucking kills this shit too. I think Redman made Jamal step his game up. However, it's hard to tangle with Redman on a record. You know what I mean? Uh, unless you're Method Man or some other ones, you know, he's probably gonna... You know, gonna steal it from you most of the time. And that's what happens. But nonetheless, it is one ill-ass song. Insane creation. Dope-ass track. Uh, on a on an album that doesn't get talked about enough, and if you're a Redman fan and you didn't know this existed, oh, you gonna enjoy this one, all right? So let's play that clip. Insane creation from Jamal featuring Redman off the album. Last chance, no breaks. 
Play that shit. Hey, yo, let me like the sky with the fucking eye. Leave motherfuckers shook like dice with the ice. Grill, uh, I get down like that. All these MCs get dropped to the max. I fade them all, it don't matter what they status is. Who they run with, I show them all who the baddest is. I'm just a nigga representing the block. Coming live and direct when I rock, I let this tune knock. And we are back, and that's going to lead us into number five. The only song that I think actually beats Insane Creation because this beat is one of the dopest beats. I know I say that, but no, this beat is a freestyle freestyle dream. The beat is just ill. I'm telling you right now. It's his first single. It's Fades Em All. Jamal Fades Em All, number five. Man, oh man, is this fucking beat just ill. Okay, this is the first song I ever heard off this shit. And it's dope as fuck. You got Redman and Rockwilder on production. It's, I, I thought it was Easy Mo B at first, honestly. that It kind of sounded like an Easy Mo B type of song. But, dude, this fucking coming right after Insane Creation and just hitting you with Fades Em All. The way this beat just starts kind of grooving in and then you sample that notorious big going like i drop lyrics off and on like a light switch and you know he comes um you know literally rolls in i see i done chalked up another one when i drop a ton take your favorite mc and bring the light like the sun get done bow down i be the one known to rock rhymes with lines beyond yours and make it prime time i'm the master of this I'm the master of ceremony, Molly G. It'll be a long day before you see another me. I'll be higher than the clouds with system pumping loud, tripping, loving, living like this if the illest juvenile with my end red running up in your spot with enough dick for you and your friends. Some killer ass weed for those who puff and you make it want to kill in the end. Then I take another one. Shit, it's a ton, but all the stress. Chased away by the Tangeray murder in my way. Hey, young world, peep my method of madness watch me bring sadness because it's that through it's me against the world now who the fuck want to see jamal i fades them all i drop lyrics off and on like a light switch now who the fuck want to see jamal i fades them all that's your fucking hook it's just dope i think it's cool jamal's just there like now who the fuck want to see jamal i fades them all Verse 2 is dope as hell. I gets mad wreck when wrecks the concept. Sticking text to fake ends next to want to flex. For those who don't know, my flows let me introduce. I'm anti-truce, so I pack a deuce-deuce. I'm five feet, five inches, serving the best of lyricists. I come swift, death squad soloist. I be one of the illest, realest, getting busy shorties. Rolling with Reggie, smoking blunts and drinking 40s. So again, giving shout out to Redman. You know, Reggie, he... He just rips this shit, all right? All through the whole thing. He's got a third verse, too, after he says, now, who the fuck want to see Jamal? I fades them all. Yo, coming from the squad of death, never left stranded. All is demanded with the Glock 9 is handed. The bandit, when the green eye pack heat. Still keeping it real, maintain, keep it street. Peep, has the way I sweep MCs off their feet. Irritating like whack rhymes with the funk beats. Your shit is obsolete. I speak, I crush when I bust upon ends with guns. Like track meets to make them run. Now, who the fuck want to see Jamal? I fades them all. And when I rock the shot, the MCs are sure to fall. This is probably honestly like the best rapping that Jamal does on the whole album. He just, he rips this beat. I, I ain't even going to front. Um, this is definitely, again, one of the top songs off the album, for real. There's a reason why 
it was a fucking single. That's all I got to say about it. Uh, Ill-ass beat. Jamal rips this shit. What more can I say? Let's play that fucking clip. Fades them all from Jamal. Last chance, no breaks. 95. Let's go. See ya, then chalked up another one. Run, I drop a ton. Take your favorite MC. You bring the light like the sun. Get done. Bow down. I'll be the one known to rock rhymes with lines beyond yours to make it rhyme time. I'm the master of the ceremony only G. It'll be a long day before you see another me. I be high in the clouds with the system pumping loud. Tripping loving life is the illest juvenile with my nickel red running up in. And we are back, and that's going to lead us into number six, a song called The Game, produced by Redman, just solely by Redman. Uh, We got another mesmerizing-ass beat, dark-ass beat. Again, sounds like it would have been on Dara's The Dark Side, probably because it's literally produced by Redman, who did a lot of production on that album to begin with, right? So you got this dope ass uh beat right at the beginning there's a little bit of skit it's just you know the whole like someone arguing with someone like man what the fuck you know you know, why the fuck would you say yo buck buck you know you hear gunfire a bunch of arguing gunfire right it comes in then that beat hits and he's like in the ghetto i knew this wild end named slim lived life as the sin and packed the black mac 10 so now he's talking about this dude that he knew wore a lot of jewels uh, to show that he had a lot of money and uh, lived in a house on the hills where he stashed all his bills. Freak bitches on the weekend with ends that kill. Discuss keys at the table with bangers, head hung, head hangers, their life before coke and made them with the dough. Now they want to put their work together in the you know, standard standard story about some drug lords, you know what I mean? So a guy named Slim uh, keeps going on and he's just, when it hits the hook, it's uh, literally them going, I'm just chilling on the block with the Glock cocked, and now I got it locked. Now I'm doped at the dope spot. The plot was like three on the dot. Get the product, duck. I'm leaving the stash spot knocked. Get the keys, the gangsta bitch for the bait. She ran on him screaming. I had to infrared beaming. I don't hesitate. It's time to regulate. I cock back, let off three from the tech, then I break. Back to the rest and throw away my gun. I changed my clothes in case somebody saw what I wore. When I tore that lame mass out the frame, never will I come dumb. I'm just a young to the game. The same day, I'm supposed to make the dough, you know. Caught up slabs of the OZ. Roll them hoes, no hesitation. Got's no time to get done up. I'm dapper, my shit, my big up, my cum. Why must I do this shit? <laughs> it's just what I do. They won't last a while, I shine like the sun, keeping cops all clocked, cause the block is locked. I got quarter mill stock, praying that I don't get popped. Ooh, it's hot. Uh, you know, just keeps going on about a story. Um, it, this one's not as easy to, to, to follow as situation, but it doesn't matter, cause the beat is just dope as hell. So now he's steady on the block with the pushers at each corner, Went from the bottom rock to the top. So, you know, he's he jacked Slim. He got the shit. Now he's slanging the shit. 
Times has changed. It's getting real scary. Last week, I identified five in the obituary. Little ends wanted and enticed to be precise. Fuck rhyming. A tech will shoot dice and get nice. Kill an end for the Tommy Hill figure or the polo. Shooting game at my neighborhood hoe. You better slow down, my old head said. You think you're the baddest thing ever since sliced bread? I couldn't turn back. No getting out. Once I'm in, I'm in for life. And hell, that's what it turns out. I caught that body and the cops on the scout. I can't trust the clout. I gotta lay down south. I reminisce watching bitches suck a bone. Sick mind on the city. Now I phone home. During my rap, I heard my fam got jumped on the turf. Possession of a gram and a hammer. I hope he don't snitch in the slammer. Okay, now after after all that, after the whole thing, he jacked the dude got big now he's in the slammer shit's all fucked up you know and again classic story that's been told a lot however what keeps you enticing this is again the beat now in the outro it's just re- a sample of red man beat saying i be just cooling with my ends on the block smoking weed in the cess spot and it don't stop now guess who makes a little fucking appearance on this none other than dr trevis himself that's right dr trevis from the Red Man albums, from What the Album, from Terra's a Dark Side, you know, Red Man Psychiatrist. At the end, he's like, as we take y'all funky asses on another journey to the dark side. Aw, shit, Jamal represents in this motherfucker. Blowing your brains in different terrains. Coming straight out of Philly as we take it to Chocolate City on another era. All day, all night. One, two, this is Dr. Trevis signing off, you trick bitches. I just think it's cool that Dr. Trevis shows up. So, I mean, it definitely keeps continuing. You can tell it's almost like a Red Man prodigy. What Jamal is, Death Squad's all over this. It's dope. I like it. Let's play that clip. Number six, The Game from Jamal off the album, Last Chance, No Breaks. Play it. In the ghetto, I knew this wild nigga named Spin. Lived this life as a sin. Impact the Black Mac 10. Wore a lot of jewels to show we had not Lost his money a lot, cross spin, you get shot A house on the hill where we stashed all his bills Three bitches on the weekends with niggas that kill Discuss keys at the table with bangers, had hangers Said like before coke that made no And we are back and that leads us into number seven A song called The Come Up Which is actually a sequel to the song that we just heard The Game uh, I said Slim, but actually the character's name is Spin. So Spin is back for pretty much just another thug tale. Pretty much everything that we had just kind of heard on the other one, the character's back and just doing more thug shit, more criminal shit, more drug-related shit, you know. Um, that's pretty much it, like... Uh, not really much different from what we've already heard uh, from from the game. The beat's not as mesmerizing as the game. What I will say, though, is that the beat is very West Coast. So up until this point, that's been very East Coast boom bap, very 95 sounding for sure. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the come up comes, and the song after this are just all of a sudden very funky, like, west coast funk southern funk you know they kind of went hand in hand at this point in time and it makes for a nice beat makes for a nice tale i however being an east coast rap fan that i am i like the game better but it's basically like the same continuous story 
that the game just ended up having a beat change and just continued on. That's that's pretty much all it really is. Uh, Mike Dean is on production on this one and the next one, so maybe that's why with that West Coast feel. I don't mind it. Honestly, I kind of think it's a lot of MCs at this time that were jumping on. And, I mean, Jamal's no different. He is kind of jumping on trends. You know, he's talking gangster shit, thug tales. Um, West Coast hip-hop was obviously at the forefront still, so it's not unheard of for him to have some West Coast sounding beats. This is definitely one of them. It's got that slow kind of melodic type groove to it that just feels like a creeping beat. However, the game to me was just more, plus I just like that Dr. Trevis was on there. So, you know, anyway, but number seven to come up, let's play that clip from Jamal off the album, Last Chance, No Breaks, 9-5, Play it. Between the kings of the six one block where hood rats sell pussy uh-huh. and niggas sell rock. Yeah. They lived this wild little nigga named Bim. Uh-huh. He had the block lock so rocks for little spin. Yeah. These two niggas Paul ate all day at sundown. They on route sticking niggas for the pay. Hitting 50-50 licks like clockwork. clockwork. And hesitation leads to letting the clock work. And we are back. So with the same producer, like I said, to come up was very West Coast sounding. Number eight is a song called Don't Trust No. This is even more West Coast sounding. Definitely has an ill ass, uh, you know, that high pitched sound that the West Coast uh, beats use. Dre used a lot. And I mean, the song's literally called Don't Trust No. It's Don't Trust No Bitch. So here's the thing. Uh, The beat is dope as hell. As for the song, it's a concept overused at this time for sure. And it's just literally Jamal talking about how you can't trust no bitch. Literally, they're only good for fucking. Don't put no rings upon your hand. See, I can tell by the way that you approach you a bitch. And the the hook is literally him going, I'm going to put this in the shortest term known to man. Don't trust no bitch, bitch. Um, that's That's literally your hook. He repeats that a couple times. Bitches be acting funny, fuck that, it don't matter to me, so I don't tramp, tell them why I maintain and steal my shine. Um, it's just not done the greatest, you know. When Snoop and some of them did it, it just sounded way better. This, to me, just sounded like Jamal jumped on a West Coast-sounding beat and tried to be too short and Snoop. To be honest with you, this is a song for me where the beat is dope as hell, but just a little gimmicky, you know, not really anything original. Um, and that's the that's the that's the down swing of this album. Nothing's really original about what Jamal's talking about. Even his thug tales, the most original one was probably you know his autobiographical song, um, but. Other than that, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot to be desired and it's just, it's extremely misogynistic. You know, it's just him at the end, like fucking bitch. I don't trust no bitch, you know, fucking, you know, no, Molly G got too much cash. I, I can't fuck with no bitches. Uh, don't beat though. So anyway, let's play that clip. I don't really have much more to say about it. Don't trust no from Jamal off the album. Last chance. No breaks. Hit it. Call the trip, go take it. 
It's that nigga Molly G. Got a stretch limo with you on the demo. Here's the info. When I rock ya, I'm not about to knock ya up. We can parlay all day until it's time to fuck. See, I'ma tell you straight up, no need to wait up. I don't wanna be your man, put no rings up on your hands. See, I can tell by the way that you approach. And we are back, number nine. A song called Keep It Real. We got the green-eyed bandit, the funk lord himself, Eric Sermon, whipping up one dope-ass track. This is his second single off the album. Um, It's got this dope-ass piano riff on there. Definitely a 95 sound and beat. An Eric Sermon classic. If you love E-Doubles beats, which if you don't, I don't know if I could talk to you, but, you know, um, keep it real. There's a reason why this was a single, just like Fades Them All. Um, Top song off the whole album for real. Eric Sermon whips up a dope one, and Jamal does some of his finest work on this song, just like Fades Them All. Um, And, you know, again, nothing really crazy, uh, different. This one's a lot like Fade Em All, where he's just kind of braggatocious rapping, you know. Look who just jumped on the scene, pocket full of green, butter leather and all. I be that end's name Jamal. Mackin' hoes in tight clothes with pretty toes. Kicking flows for all the rowdy bros, that's how it goes. Look, one, two to the break of one, nine, nine, five. Jamal represent and keep it live. I don't matter how I come on these funk lord tracks with raps. But we still make snaps. We got bitches for days and rich as it pays. Damn, shit's changed since back in the days I get money. In the mouth where the blunt stays blazed. I gets dazed and kick a phrase to amaze. I gets busier, leaving hoes dizzier than they've even been with grown men. Is he a straight loony type end that'll drop the temperature? Bitch, I ain't really to ya. Um, and then the chorus is, sticks in your head. Just like the other ones. Um... That I mentioned to all the tramp gold diggers, keep it real, y'all. Gotta keep it real, y'all. Keep it real, y'all. Gotta keep it real, y'all. To the misrepresenters, represent, you know, says keep it real. To all the bitch ass ends, keep it real, y'all. Keep it, keep it real, y'all. Um, again, the only thing I will say is there is probably like like a hundred hip hop songs at this time called Keep It Real, all about keeping it real. So again, no real originality with the concept. However, on this Funk Lord beat that's just dope as hell from the Green-Eyed Bandit, and Jamal really does ride the beat real nice, uh, it just makes for a dope-ass uh, song, even if the concept is overused and nothing really new. Uh, he just kicks some more funky-ass shit for a second verse, um, talking about Philly, talking about the underground sound. Uh, he does have a random line in the second verse that I just kind of actually find more funny. I'm not like, man, that's dope. I just kind of laughed. Um, sometimes if you can make me laugh, whether it's a ridiculous line, like Tim Dog has so many lines that'll just make me laugh, even if they're not dope lines. But if I'm humored by what you're saying, I mean, you know, you caught my attention somewhat. He's got a line where he goes, I stick my dick in the ground and I turn the whole world around and blow the sun up. Word is born. We blow the sun up. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it's just me. It just made me laugh. Anyway, uh, hits that chorus, that hook and... You know, that's pretty much it when it comes to this song. But Eric Sermon comes with the heat. Jamal definitely comes with the heat on this. And dope-ass sample, the piano, the hook sticks with you. Uh, It's a solid song. I'm a big fan of it. So let's play that clip, Keep It Real, from Jamal, off the album, Last Chance, No Breaks. 
Play it. Look who just jumped up on the scene. Pocket full of green, but the leather and all. I beat that nigga named Jamal. Mackin' hoes in the tight clothes with pretty toes. Uh-huh. Kicking flows for all the Roddy bros in the ghost. Look, one, two to the break of one, nine, nine, five. Jamal representing, keep it live. It don't matter how I come on these funk floor tracks with raps. We about to still make snacks. And we are back. That's going to lead us to number 10, a song called Genetic for Terror. So we're featuring the LOD. We got Redman and Rockwilder on production again. You got Keith Murray in this motherfucker. And just like what happened with the song with Redman, unfortunately, Jamal gets overshadowed hard. Who really wrecks this beat? Well, Keith Murray, of course, absolutely fucking destroys this beat, okay? Um, you know, the, the, the beat is decent. Um, not as good as Keep It Real and Fades Them All and The Game or anything like that. It's a decent beat. It's pretty up-tempo. It's, it's, it's a hard-ass beat. However, you know, Keith Murray comes right in right off the... And, I mean, Keith Murray, come on now. This, Keith Murray is one underrated MC, okay? I very rarely have ever heard a verse where I'm like, that's a whack-ass verse. Keith Murray doesn't have whack-ass verses, right? And he comes in like, I'm talking to you ends on the north, south, and east, and west. Uh, fuck with Molly G and get a hole in your chest. I'm dropping emphatic metaphoric styles lines the baddest end to ever come out of the crib with rhymes rappers fall prey to my deep meditation as i break their ass like abbreviations step into the microphone and shouted girls who got a deaf squad you can kiss my ass and make a love song about it he always just has those dope ass lines you can kiss my ass and make a love song about it verse 250 grand comes in kicks a pretty dope verse himself uh verse three jamal comes in now during all this you know it's like uh when keith murray is is kicking his verse 50 grand's doing the the dubs and 50 grand's doing his shit it's like keith murray and jamal are doing their shit when jamal's kicking his verse 50 grand is doing the dubs right um then at the verse four kel vicious comes in again you got the dubs from 50 grand uh, and then on verse five, it's Kel Vicious and 50 Grand, both just kind of kicking verses back again. Um, verse six, 50 Grand kicks his own. Verse seven, Keith Murray comes in again. And then, of course, Jamal ends it at the end. Um, and so the short verses, obviously, with this many verses on there, but man, just 50 Grand and Keith Murray and Kel Vicious, they just outshine Jamal and again you know the other guys they're grown-ass men at the time I mean you got to remember Jamal's 16 years old so the fact that he's even on here swinging with Redman a little bit swinging with Keith Murray swinging with LOD um that's not bad for his age like you know I mean it's not out of the realm that he's getting overshadowed a little bit and it's not like he's not holding his own it's just you know when you listen to this song you definitely can tell uh, who's ripping it a little bit more. But, you know, I'm sure a few years later than this, I'm sure Jamal was would do the same thing to someone that was his age on this. You know what I mean? Um, and that's really all I got to say. I, it does fall flat for me. It's not, this is one of those songs, as I always say uh, on an album, it's not in the top three, it's not in the bottom three, it's just kind of in the middle. 
The features are what make it crazy. The beat's good. It's not one of my favorite beats of all time, but it's definitely not one of my favorite beats on the album, but it's still pretty good. And it's it's a decent song. What can I say? Decent posse cut. But let's play that uh, that track, number 10, Genetic for Terror, featuring LOD and Keith Murray from Jamal, off the album, Last Chance, No Breaks. Hit it. Death Squad represented. It gets no rougher than this. Lyricist. Kill a scene with the guillotine. Showing them execution rap styles on juveniles across the border with alphabetical disorder. And slaughter. Increased pain. Insane deranged motherfucker blowing their brains on different terrains. I take a fake ass nigga and toast his ass. See from numb like multiple sclerosis. And we are back and that's going to lead us to the last song. On the fucking album, Last Chance, No Breaks, a song called Unfuckwittable, where featuring George Clinton, that's right, the the funkadelic, the P-Funk, the overlord of funk, the, the, the funkiest motherfunky man that ever existed, George fucking Clinton. We also have a rapper by the name of Passion, and just like on the other ones, on the other songs with all the features, I ain't gonna lie. Whoever this girl is, Passion, she fucking kills this shit, dude. And she definitely overshadows Jamal. Like, uh, and I and I hate to say it, but it's just another thing that shows on this um album that it just yeah, it happens. He gets overshadowed by all of his features. But again, let's also take into consideration that the get the he was a kid at the time. He's 16 years old. So the fact that he has a solo album with all these dope producers and he actually wraps his ass off on here, that's pretty fucking dope. And I think he fits with the Def Squad pretty well. Again, he was he even ended up on Junior Mafia album on a song. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. Anyway, Unfuckwittable. That's what we're talking about right now. We have Erotic D on uh, the production tip again kind of sounds like a porn name but uh anyway so passion is gonna rip verse one and she's gonna rip verse two so it's not until the very end jamal just comes in with a verse three so it almost sounds like this you know passion's kicking most of the rhymes it's just some fucking braggatocious shit you know I make your eardrums bleed like a nine millimeter and step up and want to see me. I'll be the pizza, the A, double S, crooked I. And now your crew contemplating suicide. Again, she just has like uh, the Def Squad type of flow to it. You know what I mean? And then, you know, Jamal finishes it off. And then at the very end, as the beat plays out, it's a funky ass beat. George Clinton comes in, just kind of sings like, unfuck with the bow, you know, doing his George Clinton shit. Uh, it's an ill track. I like it. I think it's a great end of the album type thing. It's very funky. It's very chill. It's very laid back. Passion kills it. Jamal does his thing, even though he got outshadowed again or overshadowed, whatever. But nonetheless, it still makes for a good end of the album. So let's play that clip. Unfuckwittable featuring Passion and George Clinton from Jamal off the album Last Chance, No Breaks. Let's go. See, I'll be standing at the middle of circumstances that cause niggas to get their ass lit till they shit in their drawers. <laughs> Hit the 
Drop the funk, hydraulic pump, acupuncture. Passion and Jamal hit the tongue. Flow for flow, back to back, we kill tracks. Niggas don't understand how we do it like that. Representation, no perpetration. All we see is trick ass niggas in the nation. And we are back, and that is the album, ladies and gentlemen. Last chance, no breaks from Jamal. Short but sweet, you know, honestly. Like I said, it's nothing original. It's nothing super crazy from Jamal that's going to knock you off your feet. However, I think it's a pretty solid album. I compare it to uh, top quality. You know, at this time, uh, when the Hit Squad and the Def Squad broke up, you know, PMD had DOS effects and top quality was like the new member, the younger member. Uh, that's kind of like the Def Squad. You know, he had Keith Murray, he had Redman, then it was like Jamal. Um, granted, Top Quality, I do think, is a better rapper. Um, but as for their albums, I compare them to each other. Again, even though I think Magnum Opus from Top Quality was uh, the better album. However, they're both albums that kind of got tossed to the side. Only had one album between you know both of them. Top Quality had one album. Jamal had one album. Um, and they're just solid they're solid albums. They're solid works of art, honestly. You know, uh, that's really all I got to say about it. Just gets lost in the shuffle on heavy years of hip hop, you know? Uh, there's a lot of other albums out. I'm sure even if at that time I probably would have bought other albums over Jamal too. But in going back and listening to things and re listening to stuff, it's really not that bad of an album. It's kind of, it's kind of a little bit of a just lost kind of dope ass album. You know what I mean? So, you know what I gots to do? I got to take three songs off the album, and I got to pick my top three songs. So the three songs I am going to take off the album, um, it should come to no surprise, the two West Coast uh, songs, number seven, To Come Up, and number eight, Don't Trust No, uh, I am going to take both of those off, despite the beats being dope. I like the West Coast feel and everything, but man, if those stories of you know gangsta shit been done way too many times as well as this you know not trusting a bitch like we heard it so much at that time we've heard it so much since there was nothing that stuck out about those songs besides the west coast sounding beats so i'm taking those two off and as much as i like it at the end i just like all the other songs better i'm gonna take unfuckwittable off as well those are the songs that i kind of tend to just skip over on this album so to go through it again i'm taking number seven to come up number eight don't trust no and number 11 unfuck wittable off of the album now for my top three i mean i already pretty much told you what my top three were off of this album to me it's going to be insane creation mostly because of red man uh but jamal rips it and that beat from easy moby is super dope it's going to be number five, Fades Them All, because that, to me, is still the best song off this album. That beat is fucking dope. Redman and Rock Wilder kill it. Jamal probably does his best rapping on that song. And then I'm going to take number nine, Keep It Real, that Eric Sermon sam- beat, that sample, Jamal ripping it. Those, are those to me, are the top three songs on the album. So to go through it again, I'm going to take number four, Insane Creation, Number five, Fades Them All, and number nine, Keep It Real, as my top three songs off the album. Uh, go give it a spin. Go listen to it. You know, it's 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 uh, 
it's a solid album. You know, we haven't been doing crazy albums these last two weeks, you know, with OGC and Jamal, but they're still solid albums, and I, I think they're worth giving a listen to. So, as always, make sure you click subscribe, like, and follow us at Bring the Noise Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And until next week, I'm your host, Straight the Clipper, and I'm Audi 5000. Piggity peace. One, two, and three.